stop by. Oh, oh, all the time. Yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah, all I mean, the time. I, I'm one of them. I'm guilty. guilty <laughs> sorry, man. Yeah. I showed up with the camera. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, so I'll just go ahead and get started with you guys. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the AO Chill Podcast. My name is Beto, and uh, it's a little bit different today. We're not in the studio today, um, funny enough, but we're still in Bootin, which is crazy. Uh, it's funny the things that you find in this town, and uh, sometimes the universe just blesses you with beautiful people, and you get to see like what magic can happen. So today, guys, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself to the people, would you go ahead? You go first. I'm Jen Mobley. I'm Chris Mobley, and this is our daughter. Calibri Sky. <laughs> nice. And so what caught my eye when I first came out here was just like I saw two buses and then I saw all these like, you know, these tie dye, like, you know, just shirts and clothing just hanging outside. And I was like, oh, these people are just automatically like dope. Like, I got I to gotta talk to them. So why don't you start off with telling me where you guys are from? Uh, I was born in Baltimore, uh, spent the first, uh, I don't know, nine years in there in Baltimore and then uh, moved to uh, just outside of Philadelphia for the next uh, 10 years, and uh, yeah, that's where I'm from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I was born in California, raised in Maryland, um, and I left I left Maryland maybe, uh, I don't know, 15 years ago or so, and uh, moved to North Carolina, and we've been traveling for the past 10 years in these buses, and it's been a, it's been a huge adventure. <laughs> that's that's fantastic. Actually, yeah. you would love my studio partner. He's actually from Maryland. Uh, I don't know exactly where in Maryland, but um, mm. he always talks about. It. I think he's actually heading there like next week to drive down yeah. there to visit family. Yeah. He lives like up here in New Jersey full time, but like okay. now he's just been like chilling around. But that's great. Originally from California. Yeah, I was born in San Diego. Wow. Um, my dad was in the the um, the Navy, mm-hmm. and um, he was 18 when I was born. Uh, he went to the military just as a. <laughs> we got people over here. Um, my dad joined the Navy, learned how to be an architect, and uh, and yes, sir. moved yes, to Maryland. Sir. Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. Yes. Uh, grew up in Maryland, and um, yeah, I've been traveling around the United States for, for the past for, ten years. Yeah, for the past ten years. That's in these great. Buses. That's great. Yeah. So, where originally, like, so did you? Let's let's go back in time a little bit. Let's, uh, we don't have to go completely back in time, but let's go around, like, high school, right? Mm. So high school, you know, everybody originally, like, you know, thinks about going to college or, like, you know, pursuing, like, their lifelong career, right? Yeah, yeah. Was that Was that how it was for you guys at first? Or no. Was it, like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. So, I, I, um, I, never, uh, I never really thought about college. I, I actually always uh, hated high, high school. Um, I was a, uh, I was a, uh, I don't know, like a goth girl in high school, and I mm-hmm. didn't really fit in. Uh, I went to an all-Jewish high school <laughs> in Maryland, um, and uh, I, I hated the school bus. I hated everything, and now I live on a school bus, and um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, now I can't really imagine anything differently. <laughs> no, that's perfect. How about you, my friend? Um, I, I grew up in a pretty well-to-do family Um you know, we, we had a, a real nice place outside of, you know, outside of West in Westchester uh, called Chad. It was a little town called Chad's Ford in Pennsylvania. And uh, my parents had a nice house out there. Went to a good school. And I don't know, probably about 15, 16, I just decided that school was, was not my thing. Uh, I, I knew that there just had to be something different out there for me to do. And... Um, I, you know, I hung around there for as long as I could. And then when I, as soon as I turned 18, I was on my own free. I had a car. I literally drove to San Diego, California to Ocean Beach and would just 
I just wanted something different. You know, I wanted to, I wanted to uh, experience uh, life in a different way than going to school, and then graduating from high school, and then going to college, and then becoming, you know, an architect or a doctor or a lawyer or you know something that that along the lines of more so where my parents wanted to push me and where my parents wanted their children to, you know, uh, get, become educated and and uh, their version know. of success. Yeah, oh, they're, no, yeah, they're, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and it, it just, you know, this, the school being, being in the boxes and, you know, being in the classrooms and being around people that I didn't really like or didn't even know, I just, I, it wasn't for me. And I, I, I knew it at a young age that I just, I, I wanted to do something differently. And <clears throat> while at that young age, I really had no idea what it was that I wanted to do, uh, I, I ultimately knew that it, it wasn't going to school to continue education to to become that that what my parents you know were, were dreaming you know that my parents dream of what they wanted me to to, to become um, you know I don't I don't know I've, uh, I've I've done all kinds of different careers I've worked in uh, uh, electromechanical repair fixing uh, machine you know the vending machines and the communication for for lottery equipment in Illinois and Kentucky and all over the place. Um, mainly, my, my background is uh, <clears throat> is uh, satellite communication, and I would install uh, residential and commercial um, satellite-based internet at people's houses, and I did that for you know almost a decade. And it, I just got to the point with that too, where I just it, I knew that it wasn't right. You know, I knew that it wasn't what I wanted to do, and so we uh, we just kept kept moving, searching searching for something to do with with our lives that that had that had more meaning than than what the opportunity uh were, were you know opportunities that had prevented them or presented themselves to us uh to that point and you know it's crazy i feel like um you know no matter what time period you find in like the history i got i, I want to say the history of the united states but at least probably like around like maybe like I don't know, actually, I'd probably say, like, there's always been people who kind of did, did their own thing, not yeah. stick with the normal, right? Yeah, yeah. And I feel like for, for especially, like, now nowadays, like, it's hard for people to kind of do what you guys are doing. But funny enough, I feel like TikTok, Instagram, and especially ever since the pandemic, like, everybody's talking about van life. Everybody's talking about, like, going off-grid, you know, doing this own thing. But you guys have been doing this for how, you said 10 years 10 now? years, yeah. So yeah. when did you guys meet? And did you guys meet doing this, or no. did you guys... We actually met in Baltimore, Maryland, um, in, in Little Italy. There's a restaurant out there called Sabatino's, and they've been there for about 70 years, and uh, we met waiting tables there. We've been married for 21 years. Wow. wow. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Our relationship <laughs> is old enough to smoke weed now. <laughs> That's great. That's great. So uh, so you meet in Maryland. So what were you guys, where were you guys at at life during that point? Like, What were you guys' like, ambitions during that time? Um, I had bought a house in Baltimore. Um, I was taking care of my mom. She had moved in with me, um, and I don't. I think he was. He, you were in an apartment or something, and just just. Yeah, I, I had re I had a house that I had rented. I I, I had long uh, since come back from from California. Came back to Baltimore, and you know, I, I was just. I really had no idea what I wanted to do, so I went to Bartenders Academy, learned how to bartend, and then got a job at a restaurant, um, you know, bartending, and then. Uh, went from bartending to waiting tables, and then quit that job, and then went. I went and got a job at the place that she was working at, not because she was working there, but just because it was a different restaurant. I wanted, you know, I wanted to wait tables. I didn't. I wasn't making enough money bartending, and the the place I was working at was a. It was a like one of those like um, 
I don't know, just up upscale, upper scale type uh, Italian restaurant. And the the people who ran it, they were, you know, they were decent people, but not the kind of people that I wanted to continue to work for. Um, and yeah, so I went and when it got a job at the, the the same restaurant as her, and I don't know, I'd say maybe I don't know, a couple couple weeks to a month or so after working there, I asked her what she was doing on her day off, and she 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 really didn't didn't know I was like asking her out, asking her what you know, like trying to line <laughs> things up, and she's like, I don't know, and just kind of like skipped away, and yeah. so uh, I I kept pursuing her, and you know, finally I got you know we we five uh, kids later. <laughs> wow. I mean, I guess that's a lesson though, like you know, don't give up, don't 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 like you know, give up on the first try, right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how long was it? So you guys start dating. How long was it until you guys when you guys started dating until you guys decided bus life is what I want to do? Oh. Hmm. For quite a long time. I mean, probably almost 10 years, you know, at yeah, least. Yeah, about 10 years. Um, we, we were just doing other things. And he was actually working in Kentucky. Um, doing Were you doing satellite work? Mm -hmm. And then found our, the bus on the side of the road. Um, the guy who owned it had passed away. He, it was his hunting cabin. His brothers were selling it. And we well, bought we, it for... We, yeah. were, we were living in a tent we were living at in the a, time. Wow. Okay. Uh, we, we, we were, we're in a renting campground. a house. Mm -hmm. And the house was $900 a month. Plus, you know, all the other expenses and we just we, couldn't keep up with the know, Joneses keep up and, with and it. it was we just, tiring. It was just, you know, I was working six days a week to make ends meet. And we just were like, man, there's got to be something different out here. There's got to be something, some other way of, of life that we can live. And, you know, like she said, we yeah. we were uh, we were, you know, we were living in a tent for, I don't know, two months at this campground in Kentucky. Yeah. And I was working as a field service tech for the Kentucky State Lottery. And I was driving all over the place all the time. And I mean, literally 15 minutes from the campground we were staying at was the first bus, uh, Althea, that uh, it was just sitting on the side of the road. And I, I tried to get a hold of the guy for probably, it took me a month to actually finally get the guy to come out because he worked yeah. nights. And yeah. so he was sleeping during the day and then I was working and like our schedules just never quite lined up, but I would just stayed, I stayed persistent on it. Mm -hmm. so I was like, cause she, she had just, I don't know. She was started looking into like tiny homes and like alternative lifestyle, mm -hmm. and she was like, "What do you guys, What do you think about like getting a school bus or like you know getting a schoolie and converting it?" And you know, I was like, "All right." You know, we I didn't know anybody who had done it or <laughs> any. We, we didn't know anybody who was on a bus, and um, yeah, and we converted it into a home and cost us twenty three hundred dollars. And uh, we actually, yeah, we were in that I guess that predicament because we were broke so much and you know and, and now it's like a trendy thing it's like an instagram thing i yeah. don't know everybody wants to live in the bus you know live in a bus and we have a facebook group called schoolie planet there's like seventy-seven thousand people in it right now and when we started six years ago like i remember like when it was sixteen thousand. i'm like wow this is like gaining momentum like people are into this people are tired of being exploited at work and mm. tired of just you know working inside of a building all day and not knowing if it's raining or sunny outside you know um never seeing their kids no vacation no savings um and it's, it made sense to us to to pursue this lifestyle and and we just we just wanted a simp a simpler lifestyle you yeah. know something that that didn't have the recurring bills you know, every month that, that we were, you know, worried that we were going to lose our, our house that we were raising our kids in or, you know, the car was going to get repossessed or, you know, that we weren't going to be able to pay the insurance that month. And, you know, we just we were just over it. You know, my <clears throat> honestly, one of the biggest big determining factors to moving away from like the corporate lifestyle and uh, moving into the, the lifestyle that we live now in the school buses 
was my dad worked for the same company, uh, ARI, in Mount Laurel, New Jersey, ironically yeah, yeah, enough, yeah. Uh, for almost 20 years. And two weeks before Christmas, they he, he went in to go to work, and they said, hey, we've eliminated your position, so you no longer have a job. You can keep the car for six months, the company car, and then you got to return it. And they had just took it, taken out like a quarter million dollar loan on their house to put an addition on and they've been working on this house for I don't know probably 10, 10 years and it was like their it was their dream their dream home that overlooked the Chesapeake Bay you know really nice place and they lost it they, they had to sell it because he lost his job you know combined with the uh, the the 2008 like recession and um, you know they just they, they couldn't afford to live in, you know, pay the bills and live in the house and the lifestyle that they've been living. And, you know, it just, I, I didn't want to be that same person working for a company, dedicating my life to something for 20 years, only to go walk in one day and they shit can you, you know, they, sorry, you, you know, no pension, no retirement, like everything is just gone. Like you, and it could happen to anybody. Yeah. Anytime, any time, you know, they, you know? a corporation just, they, they can, why, why are they going to pay, you know, how X amount of dollars per, per week or month or what, you know, whatever it is to, to, to a guy that's 60 when they can bring in a, a fresh 20 year old that, you know, is fresh out of, you know, out of college and pay him a lot less or even as an intern, you know? Yeah, no, I think uh, I'm, I'm so sorry to hear that. It, it's, it's weird because that's kind of the same feeling I got when I quit all my jobs, mm. like back in like <laughs> January. Cause yeah, yeah. you know, I realized that there's no, there's no real incentive to stay anywhere unless it feels like family. You know? He was just talking about this, that nowadays they, they give you zero reason to stick around. There's no benefit. There's no um, incentives. There's no, um, hey, if, if you sell this much, you'll get a bonus. Or there, there's nothing. It's like a flatlined. And I see so many people are just who are just so exploited at these jobs. Um, and it, I don't know. We, we just didn't want to be in that situation. Well, the, re the reward's gone. You know, back in the, yeah. you know, the 60s, 70s, you know, there was a reward. You... You worked, you know, for a company for 20, 25 years, and your house was paid off, and you had a retirement that you could expect in every single month. And so you could security, live off of pension, it, you know? yeah. yeah. Now, now that you know, the, does that still exist? Yes, but they could yank that out from underneath of you before you, you know, before you get there. And and the, the age of retirement keeps going up, and and by the time you retire, you are too old to go on vacation and climb mountains and go hiking, and that's why you need to do it now. And yeah, and I yeah. feel like I, I really feel like we. Um, I feel like we 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 escaped the matrix and um, they call it Babylon. Like I feel like we've we've escaped Babylon, even though we still rely on diesel. I we, <laughs> to be like on our own. I think I just swallowed a bug. <laughs> to be like on our own our own schedule, um, to be able to wake up when we want to, and create art and just set up and meet people. And I think that's like the that's like the main goal. It's like just like socialization and friends and. You know, everywhere we, we go, we, we, we know people or we meet meet new friends. And yeah. um, <clears throat> I don't know. I just, um, I, just, I, I, just, I see a lot of stuck people. Um, and when you were asking about education earlier, I, I had actually had gone to college for three years. I thought I wanted to be an elementary school art teacher. Um, first, I thought I wanted to be a nurse. But then I thought about being an art teacher. And then I started working in the in the public school system. Oh. And I just saw, <laughs> I saw the... Um, how some students were treated differently than other students and um, just, you know, how teachers were. And it just really turned me off to the whole thing. And I'm really glad because I would have been stuck in, in a school, like the, the thing I avoided my whole life and I could feel, didn't no. f fit in, you know. And 
And, and they never tell you in school, like, hey, do you want to be a tie-dye artist? Do you want to be, no, you got to be a cop, a lawyer, a, an attorney, like, you know, something that, like, that, that makes you good money. But you could have, you could make so much money and, and still have a shitty time, you know, you can, or you can, you can live, you know, we live comfortably. And we're, we still travel all over the place. And, yeah, and yeah. you know, we don't need, like, you know, wheelbarrows full of money. We You know, you just, you learn to... Um, you yeah, learn we need to, bus fulls of money. <laughs> <laughs> but you learn to adapt, you know? Like, you you shop, like, you know, we we shop, like, you know, here and there, like, every few days or so. And, and we don't live an extravagant lifestyle. And, and we're still happier than the guy who might be driving around the Bentley who who doesn't own that Bentley. Like, people are still tied to these, like, For tied sure. to the bank. That bank For owes sure. them. And I just... You know, I don't want any credit, like any, like I just want to buy stuff outright, and like no, no one's over your head. Like, mm-hmm. when's electricity due? When you know your your bills and bills, and that causes anxiety in people. And then you see the, a nation of people, you know, hooked on uh, pharmaceutical drugs because they think they're depressed, and they're not. They just need to get out of their lifestyle that they're currently stuck in. Um, and then you know, I've got a friend who works in the mall, and it's like a store within a big store, and. I don't know, just not to, to, to not see the sun or like the, watch the clouds or see the birds go by. I mean, I I feel like it's, um, uh, I, I feel like, uh, you know, a lot of people will say, I wish I could do this. And, and they really can. They, they, they really can do this. And, you know, like we, we started doing this because we were we were broke and we were tired of being broke. And I tell people, you, you can do it, you know. And, and, you know, if you want to follow us around and we can caravan, like I can show you how you can do it. And. I just feel like it's a break from the rat race that I see so many people stuck in. Yeah. I, I feel like I found some kind of escape, and, and I don't know. No, I definitely feel that, and it's funny because yeah. a lot of things you said, like, it brings it brings up, like, I actually was going to go to school. Well, I was going to school. I started off uh, going to school f- to be a music teacher. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my father, my mom, my uncle, my cousins, they're all teachers. Oh, okay. And they all teach within the New Jersey public school system. Mm. Listen, I... I to people who are who are teachers, like bless y'all, because I don't know how they do it in this day and age. Like I don't know. There's no, there there's no incentive. There's no real will to, to to teach kids. And education is one of the most important things you could give. And I think what you guys get from like you know traveling around and even like myself, I. It's funny. I feel the same way, but I kind of wanted to play the system that I'm in. Like, so, for example, um, I kind of live right now. Well, I've been. I didn't spend like basically any of my money for the past like five six years yeah. and i would just work and i would just put it away because yeah my parents always t- told me when i was little they're just save your money save your money save your money yeah. i was really really fortunate i went to school and i got a scholarship to go to school because okay. i played this instrument called the euphonium oh, okay, um, it's okay. like a mini tuba yeah and it's yeah. not a popular instrument yeah because I, I don't know if you guys have heard of it so like they gave me a scholarship for it and then i went to school pretty close to free so okay. then when i left school i didn't have any debt so yeah. then all this money that i had saved up i was like cool like what can i do with this yeah. um and so i just decided to like invest in my own business mm-hmm. and then in the money that i spent on the business i do what's called credit card churning okay. so i take credit cards and i look at what value point bonuses they give okay. for opening them up yeah, yeah and then i use them and then the points back like if you read in the fine print like about switching the credit cards and different oh, yeah, points because yeah. different 
credit cards are owned by uh, like sometimes the same company. Okay. And they'll give you more points for switching one point to another credit card, whatever. Uh -huh. So I've traveled within just the past year. I went to California. Uh, I, I was in San Francisco. Then I flew down to L.A. Okay. Then I was in Houston, drove to Austin, then drove to San Antonio, oh. then drove back to Austin, then drove back to Houston. Uh, I was in Florida. I went to Orlando, Miami. And then I've been traveling around like this area a little bit, kind of just driving around, just trying to see stuff. And yeah. I think most out of anything, like just driving around, talking to people, getting to know people and like feeling their spirit is like an education that they don't teach you in school. You know what I mean? No, That's right. they don't. They, sure. don't they, they don't teach you. So let me ask you guys this. How is it, how, how is your guys' like, not your, your personal family life, for example, like everybody who travels with you in the bus, but like growing up and like people seeing you this, like this is not a, I know this is not a regular thing for anybody to see. So did you kind of get like backlash from like your family or friends or was it more supportive? Oh yeah. His family didn't understand it. My dad thought My it was really cool. still doesn't understand it. Yeah, yeah. Um, his family, like he said, he came from like a kind of like a wealthier family, a well-to-do family. And, mm -hmm. and they his his twin brother is, uh, like, what was he? he? He works in real estate now. He, he uh, sells uh, waterfront real estate for the same uh, real estate company that my mom works for. Nice. She's also a real estate agent. Mm -hmm. But um, the, the mentality of, like, money equals happiness and the big house and the... All this stuff, and, and it's almost like this status thing that you, not everyone can achieve or wants to achieve that. No, not everyone wants to work at a bank, no matter how much money they pay you. Um, yeah, they, they, they never really got it. Um, yeah, we, I, I mean, I, to this day, like, I, I, I don't know, I hadn't, I hadn't called my mom in, I don't know, probably a year, year and a half or something. My dad died uh, probably, uh, about, probably about a year yeah, like a year and a year and a half, uh, like almost two years ago, and I, I didn't go to the funeral, um, just for the, the the not because I didn't love my dad, because without you know my parents raising me the way that they raised me, I was you know I, I went to Boy Scouts, I you know became an Eagle Scout in in the troop, and uh, just I mean I you know we, we had a very it was a very loving environment, but it was an environment that they they were controlling. And they continue to try and control that, and they, you know, they're they're always worried about, you know, how we're raising our kids and what kind of life are we giving them, and, you know, it it was it, whenever I called, it, there there wasn't that warm fuzzy feeling like, oh, I'm so glad you called, I love you, you know, how how have you been, what's going on in your life? It was instantly critical of everything that we do. Well, why are you doing it that way? Why are you, you know, and and I, a couple years prior to that, I had and asked them, you know, hey. If we're if we're gonna con continue to have a relationship, you have got to stop criticizing my life and how I'm living and my wife and how you know we're we're choosing to raise our family, because it's our choice, you know it's our choice to raise our family how we see fit, and how we want our kids to grow up with the per a different perspective on life rather than the one that's provided with n the normal education of going to public school and. Um, you know, the, the mom and dad are now both working, you know, full-time jobs. They, you know, you go to work, you drop your kids off at school, you come home, you know, like, I, you know, I don't know. I just, I didn't want that for my kids. I, I wanted to be around my family 24 seven because I love my family. You know, yeah, I love my course. kids and that, you know, I love my wife and I wanted to be around them. I was working six days a week, you know, like sometimes 12, 16 hour days and, and it, and never saw my family. Um, and you know, I just saw 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 where that road was leading, and didn't didn't want to go down that road. 
So, they, yeah, I mean, you know, like my, my family is not supportive at all. Um, they'll tell you they are, but they aren't, you know. Um, <laughs> Their happiness looks different than our happiness, you know. It, it's, it's Which is which is okay. Yeah. Which is, which yeah. is I, I feel people don't, like, really grasp that yet. Yeah. And I think I'm lucky at a young age that I'm at right now. And yeah. I'm sure your kids, you know, when they get to a point where they realize what they want to do with life, they'll have a, a head start of, in front of a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I come from a Latino background. Mm -hmm. I'm Peruvian. Yeah. And so my parents are first generation immigrants. Oh. So all they knew when they came to this country was work, 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 work. And um, it's fun. My mom passed away now, like almost like two, more, a little bit more than two years ago. And, uh, she worked like nonstop and my family had only gone on one vacation together and that whole yeah. vacation was super super stingy and full of anxiety and arguments <laughs> over what should we spend what we can't yeah, spend yeah. and uh you know you come back and it's like I, I remember like a, a few good things of, of that vacation, but then I have a lot of memory of just the money problem, the money, the money, the money, yeah. instead of just sitting there and enjoying it for what it is, you yeah, know? Yeah. And, um, you know, when my mom passed away, you know, she didn't get to use anything she worked for, yeah, you know? Yeah. And I, I look at that and I'm just, I, and, and that's kind of when I had that aha moment. Yeah. You know, and, and where I see where you guys are and, and where I feel a lot of people don't understand. You know, I, I have a friend, uh, well, used to have a friend, um, and he always cared about money. And for me, I had always worked to where I had enough, but then I would just save whatever I had on the side because yeah. I grew up with that mentality of just save, 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 save. Don't spend what you have, mm -hmm. right? And I just realized from the ages of 18, well, not even from the ages of 16 when I started working yeah. to 21, I was like... Well, I have all this money and I just don't use it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you, you added inflation and your money loses value and then you get yeah, into economic. Yeah. And it's just like, well, what are, what are we doing? You know? And I'm sure that like, you know, if any of your kids are like, mom, dad, I want a car. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, it might be hard. Yeah. But you'll work towards yeah. it and you'll yeah. eventually get it done. You know? Yeah. And it's and uh, my dad always argued with me. He was always like, oh, but what if there's an emergency? And I was like, well. Well, why don't we just try to live uh, as healthy lifestyle as we can? You know, why don't we try to, like, not get into those situations the best we can? And when we do, we'll deal with it, you know, yeah. and then see what happens there. Because I think out yeah. of all the, the, the people you've met, I'm sure you've learned so much. So Yeah, we, we, we've had, you know, yeah, we, we've met a lot of people on the road. There, there's a there's a, a band called Wookie Foot that we listen to a lot. And there's a Wookie Foot that, that they say you you can't, basically it's like you can't uh, put a trailer on a, on a hearse. A, a, yeah. And you can't take it with you when you go. So, why not? You know, why not live life to the fullest and, and you know live each day as if it were your last. Yeah, your last day. Yeah, and I, I wanted to show my kids that you don't have to, um, you know, flip burgers at Hardee's. You don't have to do these stupid little jobs. He's like, you know, these jobs that 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 you you just scrape by on. And uh, I don't know. I just feel like people are so exploited, and you don't have to do that. You can find out something that you're passionate find find something that you're passionate about and um, I, I really think that it, if you can travel when you're young, when you still have it in you, like you still have all this energy in you to travel. Um, I, I think it's sad in this country. Like this country, America used to be like, the, the, you know, the, the golden road, you know, the, the best country and, and you can make a life here. And I think a lot of people have just discovered that it really sucks. It's a, You know, it's just... I don't know. I guess we're talking about the rat race. Mm -hmm. It's not like it used to be. It's not what it used to be. It's like... Um, I don't know. Just, just people are stressed, and and I don't know how they're. I don't know. I just wanted to show my kids there's a different way 
for sure. And I think I think at in the end, even if they wanted to like like say any of your kids are just like oh no I want a house and I want a mm. lot of money yeah. well there's a there's a road to go through mm. that absolutely and, and it's, it's mm. weird too because I I am honestly under the belief now that like whatever you really set your mind to if you really truly want it there's a will there's a way and you know I give extreme examples all the time and people kind of hate on me for a little <laughs> yeah. bit uh, but like for example there's people who go to jail for mm. like 20 years. Yeah. They, they get out and they might have gone for a horrible reason, right? Yeah. They yeah. come out and they, they've done nothing, literally nothing with their life in 20 years, yeah. except like maybe educate themselves yeah, a little yeah. bit, read books. Yeah. Come out, real estate agent, millionaire oh, yeah. within a couple years. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. And uh, is, is it a rare instance? Kind of. Mm. You know, but there's a lot of people who, like you could become a real estate agent, you sell a couple houses, yeah. take that money, invest it in the business, and then you're good for the rest of your life, you know? Yeah. I, mean, I always talk about there's this company called Life is Good. Mm-hmm. And you probably have seen these t-shirts and it's just like this cartoon drawing of like a guy in a kayak mm-hmm. or it's like the stick figure one. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it says just says about. life is good. Yeah. And it's so simple. And um, those two guys, I think they were brothers. I always think about these guys. They were like selling these t-shirts out of their van, living in their van for like five years until one day they were like at some, I don't know, they were selling t-shirts somewhere and they sold out and it almost scared them. And they, they're like, wow, they're like we're onto something, like some something's happening. And and now you, I mean, they don't even have to work anymore. And, and you know, going from your van where, you know, you're crowded in there and it's not the life that you want. But and then all of a sudden, like, you, like it's just a household name. You see these shirts everywhere and you see them in Cabela's and, and Tractor Supply. They, they're everywhere and you see people wearing them. And the story about these two guys who just just kept kept with it and kept with it and manifested their dreams and 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 now like you know now they're a household name you know and it's 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 amazing to me those little stories you know so yeah. guys talk to me a little bit about how it was now like so you said before we were talking about a little bit like just starting with the bus you said you invested like $2300 into like and that was the first bus over yes. there correct yeah okay mm-hmm. awesome so what was it like then the first couple of years like were there like learning experiences along oh, the way oh were there <laughs> or like you know like what what was like the first year the first two years look like you know switching in the, your life in the, in the words of jerry garcia if we uh if we told you what went down in the last 10 years it'd burn off both your ears <laughs> <laughs> but uh i mean honestly we when we first left out we didn't have a creative outlet that we had locked down like the tie-dye or the soap we we didn't there was no art that we were pushing we were we, we we left out um we we went and started selling grilled cheese gourmet grilled cheese sandwiches on dead and company tour and we did that for uh almost three seasons three three years of tours on the stayed main primarily on the east coast just because it was just too 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 much work to go from you know one coast to the other because they hop they hop around so fast mm-hmm. and uh, it, honestly in between that we would look for uh, jobs on craigslist um, mm-hmm. This was back when Craigslist was a big thing, um, you know, little little odd odd and end jobs. Like I've I've got a strong electrical background, you know, like uh, construction background, so that that we could find jobs like that all over the place. I'd go and like install, uh, you know, uh, tile in somebody's bathroom, and in between those times when we didn't have work that we could find, we would get out on the corner with a sign, and fly a sign, you know, that said "Traveling Broken Ugly" and uh, in order to get our buses from one spot to another, we would go up and park at truck stops and we would take a, a empty jug, diesel jug, and we would walk up to the truckers and ask them if they could spare any diesel because we just, we did not want to go back to the same lifestyle that we had been living. And we just had faith in, in, in ourselves and in the universe that we were on the right path, yeah, we're on and, the right path. and that, 
there was there was there was one day that we that it would it would all come together for us and we just kept believing in ourselves and the lifestyle that we wanted to live uh i'm not i mean it was definitely very hard the first couple of years you know the first three four years of our lives um you know just we were going to food banks we yeah, were we, we were, were just so broke i mean we never went to bed uh without eating but it was it was definitely a, a way different life than we have now where we both have our own businesses and um you know, we haven't relied on any kind of government uh, or public assistance for, for over a year now, which is really big for us. And um, just to get away from that, that mentality of, um, I, I just feel like if we, you know, you just stick with it and you, like you said, you, you just, you just, you know, keep persevere. going and keep, yeah, persevere. And uh, I listen to a lot of Les Brown. He's like a motivational speaker. And he said, if that person can do it and that person can do it, like, why can't you do it? And I'm like, exactly, yeah. we can totally do it. And we are doing it. And we've come a long way in, and you know, just and just in the past five years, like we're, you know, I, you know, we have we have two buses, we have business, we you know we're totally self-sufficient. Yeah, we, we started making soap in 2016. That was our first uh, our first yeah. production run. I think I was making soap before he was making tie dye, but that, right, like yeah, yeah. And then I, uh, yeah, he he's been doing tie dye for three years, and um, that that that's a big thing uh, when you live on the road. A lot of people will say, um, you know, how do you how do you make money on the road, and I know. What's the secret? You know, what's the what's the secret? Like, how do you make money on the road? Yeah, um, a lot of people who live live this lifestyle, um, they've you hear about people who like retire from like you know, um, like uh, administrative work like IBM and like they've got money, but like you know, like the, the the typical person, like what do they do? And I'm like, man, if you got like some kind of artistic creative outlet, I can't I can't advise everybody what to do. Um, but that question does come up a lot, you know. And I feel like we just. I don't know if it was like hit the jackpot, but I really feel like, you know, I'm totally passionate about soap and, and he's totally passionate about this tie dye. And if you, that, that's half the battle is just finding what makes you happy. Um, some people go to work every day and they hate their job, you know? And, um, and I, I feel like we've, I don't know, this, this is work really working out for us. Yeah, and, yeah of course. Uh, I have, uh, let's talk about a little bit about your kids. If, if you don't mind, mm -hmm. if you don't mind. Cause I yeah. think, I think, we Anybody, do. and especially no, like when it when it comes to like you know they're like oh my god like how are you traveling and like having kids and how many kids do you have in total like or five we have five, five daughters right? yeah congratulations yeah. I, I love that I love <laughs> yeah. big families it's great yeah. how how did you how did you do it like when the like the first kid was the first kid before the bus or after the bus yes or? well actually that that we 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 found a bus in North Carolina that we were living in that uh, it was an old MCI bus that oh. we were living in and it didn't move we. We parked it in. It barely uh, moved. We bit <laughs> off more than we could chew on that one. Yeah, it was uh, it was a bus in Franklin, North Carolina, and we found a, a spot on the top of the hill, and um, it was an abandoned lot that we were like you know, up on the hill, and um, there was a little house there, and and we were kind of squatting there, I guess, and we were in this bus, and uh, and our daughter was in uh, third grade, I think, when we moved into the bus, so she was still in school, but um, yeah, so we started out in a non-working bus, and and. Um, this one here was born in, in our bus uh, yeah, nine, nine yeah, years ago. Um, How does it feel to be born in the bus? Good. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like um, I feel like it's really important for kids to travel. Um, it, and a big part of it is to like um, erase prejudices that 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 might um, you know take place in these kids' minds. Like we've lived in these little. Uh, tiny southern towns like where these these people never leave and they've never seen a black person they've never seen an asian person or 
you know, had different foods or like heard different accents. And I think um, traveling really opens your mind to like all of that, you know, all these different foods and I mean, the, churches and yeah, temples. The cultures and, that you see as you travel, mm-hmm. around, you know, from one side of the country to the middle of the country to the, you know, from the east to the west and north. I mean, it's it's completely different everywhere you go. You it, know, it, people people ask us what our favorite state is. Every state is completely different, but mm. we've been to Buddhist temples. We've been to um, like all black churches. We've been to Baptist churches. I, I want my kids to experience, you know, everything and yeah, um, and not be like, oh, what's that? Like they already know what that is. And then they, they, they've, they've, you know, I don't know. I, I think traveling is, it's so important to, to your, your mental health and your spiritual health. And Clive, we would like to uh, mention uh, her favorite state. What's your favorite state? My favorite state is Maryland. She likes Maryland. Maryland. <laughs> I, def- I definitely want to do more traveling because I even feel like every time I've traveled, like my artistic side of my brain has just like been like fed and just seeing like the different way different people live yeah. and understanding and like I don't I don't really talk too much like politics on on the podcast at all. But yeah, like, yeah. you know sometimes I feel like when people have such a hard opinion on something yeah. but they haven't no. opened their heart to other people yeah. or, or or even other ways of thinking that people might just be happy with like yeah. for example you were talking about your family and they're like how they don't understand how you live at all yeah. but are you happy indeed you know? and it's like and is everybody in your family healthy you indeed know? and it, and <laughs> like are you living you know it's like indeed. it's like you know so uh, i feel like sometimes you know it's funny, I have this friend who lived in uh, South Carolina, mm-hmm. and he came up, uh, he lived in Jersey origin- originally, like he was from here, moved to South Carolina, completely adopted their culture, uh, the accent, everything, yeah, right? Yeah. And so he came up here, and he was in full cowboy attire, like <laughs> boots, hat, jean jacket, jean pants, jean nice, undershirt. Nice. I was like, all right, cool, like you do your thing, man. And it's funny, because he was talking about, uh, he was talking about the type of girls he wanted to find up here in Jersey, like, you know, going out to some bars over here. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, he's like, you know, he's like, I just want a girl who's going to, like, you know, just, you know, sit in the house, tend to the kitchen, just do cook and all this. And I was just like, yo, you said it's any girl up here. Like, I don't know about that. <laughs> but okay. then all of a sudden, like, uh, he was FaceTiming some of his friends uh-huh. and the girls down there. And it was incredible to hear what they had to say, too, because some, some of it is just the culture down there. Yeah. Like, some of the girls down there are just like, I just want a man who's going to, like, pay for the house and let me take care of my family. Yeah. And I'll yeah. take care of the homestead. That's what she said. Yeah. And I was just like... So you just want to do that. Like, you don't care about... She's like, That's yeah. just like, she's like I just want to follow God and be with my family. Uh-huh. And I was like, I had never considered that you would want to do that. If that's yeah. truly what you yeah. want in your heart, yeah. like, how can I judge you? Yeah. Like, that's that's your thing. Like, you know, and just the same way, like, if you want to live in a bus and raise your family here and live your life, like, what's the problem with mm-hmm. that? You know, and it, it, traveling, I think you only get that from opening your hearts to people and traveling like that, you know? I don't remember who said this quote, but it's basically like... Um it, it's like the hap- happiness is the, the one goal that we all would like to attain because without happiness, you spend your whole life trying to attain that goal. And if you're already happy, you already, you're already it. I mean, if, 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 you, if you're unhappy in life, that, 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 that's a hard thing for people to, um, uh, people to attain. They're, they're so wrapped up in their heads and they're so wrapped up with bills and things. And if you're a trash truck guy, if you are working at Subway, if you're a teacher whatever you are if you're a stripper whatever whatever you do mm-hmm. if you're happy you, you've That's reached you've reached the level of like you've, you've reached happiness like some people are miserable their whole lives and they're grumpy and they have a, such a low vibrational energy and when you're happy um, it shines through and people are attracted to you and they want to gravitate towards you and they want to know what your what is your secret like how are mm-hmm. you so damn happy and it's like freedom for me it's like 
um, and, and I've I, I, we've been to 47 states. Um, I haven't seen just I haven't even that's not I haven't even been across the, the, the ocean. You know, that's a whole different world over there, you know, and yeah. um, I still haven't seen I've seen a fraction of it. And there's so much more I haven't seen. And every day I've seen like there, there, there are these bugs floating around, the flying around these invasive bugs. Mm-hmm. I've never seen one of those in my entire life, but now I have. <laughs> so every Honestly, day, those bugs that you're seeing, the 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 low ones, yeah. the, the red ones, yeah, they're called lantern flies. Lantern I'm flies. Not, I'm not sure if you're familiar with them. They're no. actually invasive species from China. Yeah, and they just got here to Jersey. Yeah, and they've kind of been terrorizing the East Coast. They're terrible for the environment. If oh. you see them, try to kill them. Really? Oh. <laughs> what do they do? Eat the crops or something? They, or they, uh, they um, eat the sap from trees, okay. from certain trees, uh, and they're usually like ornamental trees. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, like the regular, like, like a Japanese maple. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, and they'll eat the sap from there. Uh-huh. And then they'll secrete, a, like, I forget what kind of other, like, uh, sap from themselves. And then other bugs will go and eat that and, like, destroy the trees. Oh, wow. So, yeah. It, they're not, and actually this year, yeah. they, they've been, like, crazy. Like, last year you saw a couple. Yeah. I've never seen one by my house at all. Oh, wow. But actually, the entrance to my studio, the door, yeah. There's just a whole bunch of dead ones because they like to oh, hang man. out. Like it's almost like a little cubby there. Yeah. And we just smash them because they're terrible Jeez. for the environment. Yeah. So little bad bugs. Yeah, bad bugs. Yeah, they're like, yeah, they're bad bugs. And you gotta kill them you, because you they're bad for the environment. I'm just like, yeah, me neither. <laughs> I kind of wish they weren't here anymore. But hey, every every day I'll, I'll see something new, like I'll you know a different flower or like. Even if it's like something silly, like you know, like different states you go to, like we'll have different soda or different chips and mm-hmm. like you know different candy bars and things like that. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. It's 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 really cool. Like different terrains, different weather, different trees, different people and accents, and and then I, I think it's really awesome that yeah I get to talk to a variety of people. You know, um, I, I yesterday I was talking to, to a, a guy from Ghana and his wife from Haiti and and an, another like black girl and like we're all just like hanging out. We were talking about spiritual things and you know I I, I think um I, I I think the buses really like bring people together too. It, it's a it's like a conversation. Uh, piece, you know, like, like if I like people, like I walk around the grocery store and um, nobody really talks to each other. You know, uh, there are people who live next door to each other. Sometimes these people don't even know who their next door neighbor is. Yeah. They don't talk to people. And I'm very social and I love talking to everybody because you never know who you're going to meet. You know, that person might be your next contact uh, connect, connection for business or that, you know, they, they, they may have gone, they might give you a suggestion of who's got the best pizza in town or you just, I don't know. It's, it's really well, amazing. The one guy, uh, where, where, where were we, um, that brought us those two pizzas? Oh, um, in Utica. Yeah. In Utica, Utica, New York. He brought us tomato pies. Yeah. I, I shouldn't have even called it a pizza because we called it a pizza and he was, no, 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 no. That is, this is not a pizza. <laughs> have you heard of tomato, tomato pie? pie? I haven't heard of tomato pies. No. It's like, it's like a <laughs> rectangular, uh, shape, like big, like, um, not a pizza, but it's a focaccia bread, okay. and there's like chilled tomato sauce on it, and what yeah, else? Yeah, it has it? cheese and tomato sauce. Parmesan cheese. Parmesan, Parmesan cheese. cheese, and it's served chilled, and it seems weird, but it's really and, good. And there's a little square bread. And you can only get it in Utica, New York, and like that's the things I live for. Like you're not yeah. going to find it anywhere else, but right there in Utica, New York. And yeah, no, I don't. I don't so yeah. it's it's funny because uh, I I honestly think it's those things that people really miss out on. Yeah, you know, yeah. From just like just looking and traveling and talking to people. So what are some of the the adventures that you guys have that you feel like yeah. are the most memorable? Like when Man. you think back and you're like, this might have to go on my gravestone. I don't know. Or, or I, I really like the, the, the West Coast, um, the, the redwood trees out there. Ooh. Uh, they are like, 
just like in the pictures, they're, they're, they're just so big. You might need like 15 people to wrap themselves around one tree and you just feel so tiny and you realize how tiny you are that these trees have been, been there like way before you were born. And when you die, those trees are just going to keep going. And, um, I don't know. It's the, the, the West coast. It's really magical. Like if you've ever seen the Goonies, it's like very overcast and you go to the beach and you just see this, I think this big pirate ship is going to come by and, but um, it's kind of tough because every state is different. Ohio is really beautiful. Um, I don't know. Every state has its different terrains. And um, out in Florence, Oregon, it was like the birthplace of like, um, was it sand surfing? Or uh, you, you get those little sleds that you get out here like for, for snow, you know, for um, sledding in the snow. But it's for sand dunes. So people will go and they just slide down these dunes. And mm-hmm. it, it, I don't know, just, just crazy things like that. Like where I've, you know, just I've never seen. I don't know. What's your favorite place? I don't know. It's kind of hard to. Uh, well, my, f- I don't know. It's like a toss-up between Western North Carolina, uh, like in like south mm-hmm. of Asheville, in the uh, the Blue Ridge Mountains, where there's just an abundance of rivers and waterfalls everywhere, uh, and then probably equal to that would be um, in Southern Oregon around Eugene. Um, they had there's a couple hot springs out there. Oh yeah, the hot springs. Um, we, we we love finding hot springs. The Umpqua Hot Springs in Southern Oregon are one of my favorites because it's just a you know they have like pools up top and then the pools kind of flow down and so they have a very top one is the hottest and then you know they flow down into other smaller pools and you know as they go down the hill and there's a river at the bottom you know so it's you can run down to the river and jump in freezing cold water and then run back up and you know jump in the hot spring. Uh, I don't know. Like I, I love the outdoors. I, I love, I love going. You know, just exploring uh, what what nature has to offer, yeah. and that's one of the, you know one of the reasons why we we do what we do is because we we enjoy nature and we enjoy finding those those little spots. You know, uh, that that don't get you know frequented um, by many people. Um, so, how do you guys feel about like? when you guys so there's obviously like i feel like the friendly people who you interact with you know who are on the road but like for example like you've definitely have to been asked this before like has anybody been like oh are you guys like hippies like how do you guys identify do you guys identify with the word do you think it's bad like how do you guys feel about that um i I mean we really don't identify identify with that uh, you know as hippies but i'm not i'm not offended when somebody calls us a hippie Mm -hmm. because a hippie is just basically counterculture, you know, and mm-hmm. we're, I guess, the epitome of that because mm-hmm. we are not doing the same thing that everybody else in society that are doing. So we're, I guess, considered hippies because we are counterculture, you know. Um, and I don't think it has any kind of negative connotation with it. I, You know, if somebody says, hey, are you a hippie? I'm like, sure, you know. like Yeah, we, we pr- pretty much, like, get a good response from, you know, places we went um, that, that we've been to. Yeah. We've, I mean, the the honestly, the the most negativity that we've received it was up in New York recently. This as we were traveling through, there was we were set up in a parking lot, and this guy just started yelling like gay obscenities at us, mm. you know. And and I don't know and if it's like, we have a rainbow. Like, he yelled it as we drove by, and then he like went down the hill, and then he yelled two more things out the window at like the top of his lungs, like I, I mean, mm. like, like as loud as he could yell. And I'm like. You don't even know who we are. You haven't even. Yeah. Co- uh, you ha- you're just passing judgment upon people that are sitting up there in a rainbow bus. You know, like yeah. I mean, and and then just the people that you know the the way that people drive in small cars. You know that I know flipping the finger off out, out mm-hmm. at you as you're driving. 
Uh, it's you know, pretty rare, but it does it. happen yeah, sometimes. I mean, but you know, but people we, just don't understand what we're doing or who we are. And But most um, people are inquisitive. You know, like when yeah. we're sitting in a parking lot, there's people that just pull up and they're like, what's going on here? What is, what is this? What What is, what are you, are you doing? You know, like are you, you on really fish tour? genuinely want to know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you know, you know it's great because... I've been very friendly. I mean, when I, when I it's so funny because I, when I approach people and I tell them, I'm like, hey, I, I do a podcast for a living, yeah. you know, like, I usually get like, uh, <laughs> are you sure? And especially in Jersey, it's not really popular. I'm oh. one of, I think, two other people in the entire state. Unless y'all no, want to no come kidding. out and introduce yourselves, please, <laughs> like, in that court. But there, there's people who, who come on, uh, well... Uh, who don't even do podcasts. There's um, yeah. one other guy, his name is Sully Bop. I love him to death. Mm-hmm. He lives on the most north, like, western side of Jersey, kind okay. of on, like, that little, like, triangle part on the top mm-hmm. left side of the mm-hmm. state. Mm-hmm. Uh, he lives there, but he's actually thinking about moving out to Texas. Um, and then there's other, like, you know, like, more podcasts that focus on other things like criminal and that, but nobody who really just goes out and talks to people, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's what people really need, and that's what I, I wanted to bring with what I do, yeah. you know, because, like... I feel like, you know, the conversations and especially like after we're done with this, it's something that I'm going to remember forever and be yeah. able to oh, look at sure. as like a time capsule on YouTube, you know, yeah. back in, and you guys as well. But um, I had a question, too. When it comes to raising like, you know, you know, kids, you know, how how does that affect their regular life? You know, because what is the age difference between all your kids that you have now? Our, our two oldest ones are in Maryland. Um, the ones that are on the bus now are 9, 13, and 14. Um, it's funny because in a typical school uh, environment, um, people talk a lot about socialization. Yeah. And <clears throat> it's funny because when you're in school, you might have, I don't know, 25 to 30 of the same age kids in the same classroom day after day after day. Um, and they're only getting pr- the perspective, say, of, like, all their other 10-year-old friends, you know? Their peers. Yeah, and, and that's all they know is what they're, you know, they're all watching the same shows and eating the same snacks and, you know, um, have, the, I guess, the same life experiences. But on the road, my kids are so socialized. It, it's almost, like, um, comedic, like, how social, like, right right now, they're sitting over there talking to a couple <laughs> on the ground. Um, they can... Um, they can, my nine-year-old can go into the grocery store with our card and get the things that we asked and check out and run the card and put the pin number in and do everything by herself. And, um, they're not afraid to talk to people. Um, they're very self-sufficient kids and, and they talk to everyone and they learn different life skills. They learn, they met fire spinners and, you know, like master crochet artists and artists and painters and, so many different people, so many different experiences that, and and there there are pluses to the public school system. But as far as like um, socialization and and letting them express themselves and be be who they are, because they're all you know, yeah, I mean, artistic I, and creative. I think one of our one of our goals for uh, living the lifestyle that we live is to allow them to see how much art and creativity is out there in the world by traveling around to these different places and meeting all these different people and being able to express themselves that way. You know, like if, if they want to pick up, you know, learning how to crochet, then we, you know, we, we give them the tools. We, we, we try to teach them, um, you know, the methods on, on how, whatever, whatever hobby or craft or, you know, anything that they want to learn, we, we try to give them those tools 
so that they can pick that up and and maybe that's the they'll they'll find what they're passionate about before they're you know 39 like i did you know uh, so i i don't know we're, we're we just we want to give them that that exposure to the the artistic side of the of the world first and then if they decide that they want to go back into you know traditional society uh as i guess as it were and uh, you know get a job and and get an apartment then by all if means they're happy, you know, you know if that, if that makes you happy and that's what you want to do but at least we've given them that opportunity and that knowledge that there that's not the 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 end all be all that there yeah. there's another opportunity out there that all you have to do is have faith in what it is that you want to do set your mind to it set your intentions and you can achieve anything that you want to mm-hmm. you know just with that just those, those simple methods you know so. Well, we go to a lot of um, art and music festivals uh, our friend joe puts on a big festival called pyro uh, he's been doing oh my gosh like i don't know 15 20 years and Since 95 yeah he puts on the pyro uh, music and arts festival in ohio and um, just just little things like that, little, little um, festivals like that that encourage. Um, there, there's a lot of cultural um, things. Uh, Native Native Americans are coming out and, and they're dressed in the full regalia and they're they're doing you know they're they're dancing and and um, and then you'll have um, you know some you know I don't know it's just a lot of um, a lot of expo yeah like, like you said exposure to, to different things and, and and like hey look at this girl like she makes hula hoops for a living and and she has a happy life and this and a lot of all of her friends are vendors and that's what they do solely and i'm like look th- you know you can do this you, you can do this and, and uh, enrich your life and and meet these people who um just are able to create themselves and and you know they, they found a life doing that and I, th- I think a lot of the arts are missing you know a lot you know Making we, your own things. Yeah, and we, we definitely need a, another renaissance yeah. of sorts in, in that yeah. sense. And you know what? I think especially as parents, because I, I obviously don't know how it feels to be a parent, but at least whatever your kids decide to do, like it'll definitely be more solidified within their hearts of what they want to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. And I think that's something that, you know, growing up, I feel like we never finish kind of being kids. Yeah, you know, yeah. we still have the mentality or, you know, like we grow up and we're like, oh, mom, dad is taking care of this. You know, like they'll mm-hmm. always have our backs and they'll always be around. Yeah. You get to a certain age where mom and dad aren't around anymore. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden you realize, hey, you know, the trash that always disappeared, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's not disappearing anymore. Right. You know, it's yeah. just getting filled. And um, I think that's kind of what I'm realizing right now. And, you know, I, I commend you guys a lot for that because I don't think uh, a lot of people could, you know, do what you guys do and also give that type of enrichment to their kids because this is just something completely different. But then also, again, uh, in the back of my head, too, I'm thinking, I'm like, hmm, how do, how do I have that conversation? If, if I was one of your kids and I was like, hmm, I was like, how do I have a conversation to my mom and dad that uh, I want to bring, like, my boyfriend back to the bus? Like, have you had guys have to deal with, like, the regular, like, like um. things like that yet? Or, like, no. No, not really. Oh, yeah. No, not really. <laughs> 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 I got you. <laughs> um, I think you know, like, like they'll, they'll, a, a lot of the fe- a lot, we, a lot of the festivals that we go to, um, we'll go to the same festivals over and over again. So they'll have, my kids have like their festival friends, and um, there's been some flirting and stuff, but you know, not like you know, boyfriends. Our, our older kids are 19 and I think 21. Um, I think she just turned 21. So um, and and they they have boyfriends and um. But I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of tough in a sense too when you're driving a lot and you don't see your friends on a regular basis. So um, yeah, but no, not really. But if if it came down to that, I mean, um, my kids are very mature and you know, 
Um, well, we're 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 open with them. We have we we make sure that that they know that there's an open line of communication, and that we try to establish that trust to where they feel comfortable talking to us about course, course. whatever aspect of their life that they need to talk about to us. You know, and to develop Obviously. like healthy sexual boundaries, and 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 we're not um, so naive to know like to think that you know you know that's never going to happen or they're not going to develop feelings like that for people because we were young and you know um you know so so we're you know yeah open lines of communication are are very important yeah communication and education you know Mm -hmm. i think that's that's the key is 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 educating them on what what the end result could be should you have sexual intercourse you know or Mm -hmm. what you know that that you the person that you meet now more than likely is probably not going to be your boyfriend two weeks to a month from now you know Mm-hmm. And we, I think the the fact that we live in a school bus and we travel around makes it difficult for them to establish those relationships, which honestly I'm okay with right now, mm-hmm. um, you know. But it, it's 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 up to them, you know, if they want to have a, a a short you know relationship with somebody while we're you know somewhere for a week or two or a month. I mean, you know, it just kind of depends on how long we're somewhere, and then they you know they start you know building you know friendships and relationships with people and. So um, we just kind of we take it as it comes, and um, you know, again, it's just the you know we, we, we have that open line of communication, and, and we try to make sure that they know that we're not going to pass judgment on them for any any decisions that they've made, but you know, more so get show them love and, and support yeah, for yeah. for anything that might happen. Yeah, for you sure. Know? I, you know, I actually have been thinking like, what are some things that you feel like raising kids in the bus? like you guys deal with like problem wise only comparative to like maybe any other parents that they would like deal with i don't know i i'd say the 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 biggest thing is uh space because we're you know i don't know we're all we live in 320 square feet uh so we're we're always like kind of near and around each other so everybody just kind of gets a little you know um, I don't know, edgy sometimes because, you know, while I'm sitting here, I, you know, I want to sit there, you know, like there's only so many spots to go. You can't go sit on the couch in the living room or go to your room and, you know, hang out in your room kind of thing. I mean, they each have their own bunk and, um, you know, they'll, they'll go and hang out in their own bunk if they want some private time. Well, you know, most of the time during the day, uh, Jen and I never, never go back in our bed because we're always out doing, you know, up doing something. So they'll they'll go and hang out in our bed because it's you know it's just a, a bigger a bigger space for them to kind of you know relax and hang out and just kind of you know do do their thing read a book or go yeah. on the phone or um, you know what whatever whatever the case may be. I'm I'm the oldest of five and um, you know we lived in a house we we still fought all the time. My kids will they 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 still fight. I'm not gonna lie that they they do fight, but um, I think this lifestyle is cool because um, it it allows you to go you go outside all the time um and when you're in a house you're either you're watching tv or playing video games and um i like being around my kids all the time and knowing who they are and getting you know um, having conversations with them and I, I like seeing them all day i feel like um a lot of times i mean you know parents um who maybe who they want to homeschool and they can't for financial reasons and stuff i um I don't know. I, I just I feel like it's nice to be to to know your kids and to know what they're doing and who they're hanging out with and that that they can trust you to 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 talk to you about things. And yeah, of course. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, 
I don't know. Yeah. No, I, feel, I feel the same way because, yeah. like I said, I, I, was, I mentioned it before that, you know, it wasn't until the last three years of my mom's life that I really got to, like, have her as a best friend and mm-hmm. someone who I could talk to and confide in. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know why, like, in, in our society today, it's almost, like, weird, you know? And, and yeah. I feel like we become friends with our parents if the opportunity is there way too late. You yeah, know? yeah, and it, and it, you always feel like they don't understand mm-hmm. you or you don't know where they are headwise. But yeah. as I've gone to learn and as I've gone to talk to different people, it's always been like, we're all kids, you know. Yeah, and I look at them yeah. and I'm just like, oh, you're not like just my mom. Like mm-hmm. you're that you're that teenage girl who like you know was pregnant and fell in love and yeah. you have yeah. a house in a different country now mm-hmm. and you're still learning. Like, I didn't know you could still learn, you know, yeah, when you're yeah. older. Well, um, and, and, you, and you you think that your your parents are like, um, you know, you put them on this pedestal like that they know everything and, and, and they, they don't, they don't, they're just trying to figure it out too. You mm-hmm. know, like my dad was 18 when I was born. My mom was 21 and they didn't know what they were doing, you mm-hmm. know, and um, sometimes people blame their parents for this and that, but they're, they're just young kids, just like, you know, we were, and just trying to figure things out, you know, and there's no, like, um, manual for everything. It's just like, you know, you're just trying to get through life and be happy, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I, so, what, so what advice would you have for people who want to get into this life? Well, you want to say on, that? Hold on, <laughs> You can use my mic if you want. Uh, I, was, I was just going to say that the, the, the first piece of advice that I would give to anybody that wants to get into the nomadic lifestyle is first set your sights on a home base like a a piece of land or a raw piece of land that you can come back to and kind of decompress because Mm. that you know I don't know I I really I really wish that that we either had some some family property that was passed down from generation to generation um, or we had bought a piece of property earlier on in our lives, um, you know, bef- before we started traveling, um, so that we would have that that peace of mind to go back to. Because while the road is fun, like I, I, I mean, I wouldn't cha- change my life or, or trade this lifestyle for for anything. It it can make you weary sometimes, you know, and you know, you, you never know. Like you're sleeping in a parking lot, and somebody comes up and knocks on your your window and at two o'clock in the morning asking you what the hell you're doing there, and you. you you know, you got to leave. So um, while having a piece of property isn't going to, you know, mitigate that, just before jumping into the nomadic lifestyle, I think it's really important to to have that um, to have that that home base, even if it's just like, a you know, a half acre, a quarter acre, uh, you know, 20 acres, whatever, whatever it is that you can afford at that time. But make that investment in a piece of property so that you can bring your bus back there and you can you can work on your bus you can you you know if you need to do something mechanical to it or you want to work on your the inside of your bus you know you, the way that you built it wasn't uh suitable for like you, your needs as you started traveling down the road you realize oh i don't need this bathtub or i don't need you know i don't need this in, in my bus uh or you know whatever vehicle that you're you're converting um yeah, I mean, we've we've been flying by the seat of our pants since since we left out on the road. We 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 don't have savings, we don't have uh, you know um, a bunch of money laying around, and we don't have any money for emergencies, and we never have in ten years because we've had faith that the path that we were on was the the right path for for our family and for ourselves. Um, you know, so. Yeah. 
you know, uh, in the in the words of the, the the band that she said earlier, Wookie Foot, one of our, one of our very, you know, very positive, inspirational music. They uh, one of their some lyrics from their song are, "Worry will not take away your troubles today, uh, or, or no, worry will not take away your troubles tomorrow. Only your peace today." And I've ha- I just constantly think of that all the time. If I you know when when I'm like. I'm like, oh man, I don't know. Like, what? Like, are we gonna be able to have, eat tonight? Are we gonna be able to have diesel? I'm like, just chill, Chris. Just chill, you know, because the 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 universe univer- provides. Yeah, the universe <laughs> provides. I mean, and we've been we've been slowly letting ourselves flow into that 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 you know just just let let letting letting the the letting life happen, uh, essentially. You know, I would say. Do not think it's going to be like these people who make these Instagram these <laughs> these Instagram videos. Um, these people down by the river. Yeah, these these people will have these these buses, and it looks like there's no one like, living them there. That they're, they're they're we call them Instagram buses. Instagram buses <laughs> where it's like it's immaculately clean. Like you know, um, I don't know. I, I I would say to to not think that your life is you're not going to be at the waterfalls every day. You're not going to be at the beach every day. You're going to be in a Walmart parking lot sometimes. Um, there's going to be trouble. You're going to have trouble parking places. Um, you know, it's not. It's not like a, there are cons. There's lots of pros, but there are those cons that nobody talks about. Mm-hmm. That that you know. So um, what are like the biggest cons you feel like when it um, comes to this <clears throat> lifestyle? Um, it hasn't happened in a while, but like I guess getting into a parking lot and thinking thinking you're gonna you're gonna camp there, and you know they they tell you, you can't. Sometimes it's like two o'clock in the morning. They, they knock on your door and tell you you have to leave. Um, Sometimes, like you know, the state parks cost money, or like if you're in different states, you have to have it. Like, you'd be a Connecticut resident, or it's double. You know, if you're spending forty-five bucks a day, just That's not, e- not, not even, not even the whole t- northeast. You know, yeah, the whole north. Yeah, so, so like you know, there, there's parking issues. There's a lot of um, apps like iOverlander and stuff that we use that will help us park. But um, it's not, it's not a, 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 it's not a scenic journey every day, and and um, people. Some people only post the, the 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 positive things that they're doing, and and they don't show you this because it's not Walmart parking lots are not necessarily pretty, you know, like at the asphalt jungle. It's you know you take a picture of the waterfall and you have this, you know, and, and the mountains and the streams and and it's nice, but it's not like that every day. It's not, and um, our overall experiences are, are really good compared to the the, the the small bumps that we might have. Um, I think. We we always have like a we always feel like we have like a protective bubble around us and we don't really ever get messed with. Um, we we encounter really nice people and um, yeah, but but the, but there will be times that you're not you're not in a scenic place. You're you're gonna parking lot hop or you're gonna sleep at the truck stop mm-hmm. and and um, you know and it improves. You know it you know the next day you could be there's just little things like that where it's not always such a scenic. <laughs> scenic, you know, Instagram worthy, you know, picture that you might want to take. And um, we, we've learned, you know, while we're, you know, through over the years, like where to get water. Um, I don't know, like, like, like how to know. find, you know, dump stations for your black water tank. Yeah, that, you yeah. Know, the, uh, uh, she mentioned that iOverlander, and that that's I one Overlander. of the one of the apps that we use. It's a it's a peer supported app, so everybody that uses it. It you know you if you find a spot you you say you 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 can create like um, a listing right. within the app and then other people can see your review you know like and some people will add pictures in there um, but that you can set the the filter to where you can see where water is where propane is where 
wild camping is, where informal campsites, dispersed camping, um, you know, traditional camps, campgrounds. Uh, it's it's just a really useful tool, um, you know, to to, to find those uh, you know kind of back out of the way places that that we enjoy going to. Um, I feel like bus life could like be potentially dangerous. Have you guys like run into any situations like that at all, or like? Uh... It's not too dangerous. Actually, um, during the, um, I, I, there were the, I, I've had friends who have had instances like where, uh, when, when Freddie Gray was was killed, um, uh, there there were there was a bus that was driving around New York City, and uh, the cops told them all to put their hands up. Um, it was this weird situation that there were there were machetes and knives in there, but the one guy was a professional juggler and he was juggling. So those things, so like oh, you got a frying pan, you got a, a cast iron, like this, these are dangerous. This is tools. You have knives, but the people were living in the buses, and I think that's the only time that we ever <clears throat> kind of got nervous about driving is because people, um, the the whole the whole Antifa thing and thinking that we we're um, protesting and and and. Bringing supplies to protesters, it got kind of kind of a little crazy, um, and then it, that, that that died down. But um, we we really have have never really had a, a bad experience. We've never had um, we've never had it's it's been overall a really good experience. Uh, we we had one ex- one time in, in Vacaville, California, where I'm pretty sure the whole police force was there. Um, you guys. Yeah, th- we were traveling with, um, I think there were seven buses on a U-Haul. We were in a big convoy. and A converted the, U-Haul. Okay. Yeah, a converted U-Haul with a pot-bellied pig a in pig. it. Um, <laughs> we drew a lot of attention, and the cops, there must have been 12 cop cars there. SWAT team. SWAT team there um, wanting oh. to look through all of our buses and run all what of our... What are you doing here? Uh, we were we're literally grocery shopping. Groceries? Grocery that shopping at a Safeway. Yeah, you guys said you had a pig in there, like an actual. We, uh, my friend had a U-Haul yeah, with okay. a pig in it. Yeah, <laughs> a pig named Amy. Uh, so they wanted to search all of her buses and run all of her plates. And um, I closed my door and I wasn't going to let him in my bus. But <clears throat> I think they they kind of realized that maybe it was just like a, a huge overwhelming task for them to do all this and like the the cost it would have, you know occurred occurred to, you know incurred to, to tow these buses away and they just system they just drove away one by one so that was that was a little odd but that was very rare um i had gone to do a, a craigslist job uh in doing some electrical work in in this guy's place so i i i wasn't there when all of this went down but I, I, you know i got the phone call while we were finishing up and you know the cops are all over the place i don't know what's going on you know but I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't say like we've ever really felt unsafe or we've we've been you know in fear for our lives or anything like that. We've we've we uh, we've always, we've always been in you know we, we 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 park responsibly. We we do research on the areas that we're going to. We don't go park in inner cities just not for this not not because of violence, but just there's really nowhere to park uh, you know in inner cities. Uh, that won't give you a ticket or, you know, even, I mean, anywhere you go, you know, San Diego on in Ocean Beach, you go try and park on a street, back street right there, and they have, you know, height limits on the vehicle, you know, that of a vehicle that you, you just, you can't park a vehicle that's over seven feet tall in certain, you know, parts of California and all, you know, on the coastline. And, um, I mean, we're, yeah, I mean, we've never, I think so too, really like, threatened it, or been it, threatened. Yeah. If, if you draw negative attention to yourself, if you, 
you know, sometimes if your bus is painted up kind of like, you know, too artsy or something, or you're playing loud music, or you've got a bunch of dogs or something, and um, I don't know, I, I, I feel like we uh, we get positive attention more than anything else, and uh, people are just interested, um, like kind of how we see Amish people, like we're just, yeah. <laughs> you know, like we want to learn about their lifestyle, and people want to know yeah, about cool. our lifestyle, and I feel like this is um, so second nature for us to do this, that it doesn't feel weird to us and I don't feel like we're like I don't feel like we're like in some kind of kind of countercultural like you know like niche like you know like like um I, I don't feel like I feel like it's weird because I'm so used to it but I can understand how people you know are you know because I don't ever see this even though we do this as a living I, I rarely see um, unless we go out to Arizona in the winter and there are lots of other buses there might be you know weeks or like you know a month or more that we pass another another school bus you know like people living in it and um so so i, I get like why people are you know um think it's pretty cool and I, I i like the social interaction it's 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 nice but so how do you feel like social media has now like kind of like impacted the way you guys do stuff because i think there's i think there's a, a an interesting thing to think about how like you know usually like a nomadic lifestyle you know you're kind of away from, not necessarily away from people, you're around like a lot of people, but it's very analog, right? And whereas in like, you know, when you get into the digitized space, you know, you're talking about your, your Facebook group, you know, it started around small, like how does it feel now to have grown it so much? What is it like interacting with other people on the internet? Um, do you want to answer that one? It's your group. So the school bus group that I, I started about six years ago, um, Schooly Planet, it started out kind of slow, and um, we might pick up like I don't know, in, in you know a week and a half, two weeks, we might have like another thousand people um, who joined. I, I almost feel like um, I know it sounds weird, but I am, I almost feel like a church at certain points, um, like that we're a traveling church um, that you know people people come to come to us, and we've. I wouldn't say we converted people over, but we, we planted the seed in people's heads to, you know, to yeah, inspiration. bus life. And, well, you know, we've, we've had so many people who'd be like, hey, you know, I got a bus. I got a bus now. And, hey, check out my new bus. And and then th those, they'll start their own journey of, like, freedom, you know. Mm -hmm. And it, it is um, so much freedom. And I, I feel like um, being out there and seeing, like, you know, we invite everybody um, – in the bus to, to see, you know, what it looks like and what you can do with the bus and that it's possible. And I feel like we just, we've inspired a lot of people to, you know, to, to, to cut that, cut the, the, you know, drop the, you know, or I don't know, cut the cord. People have a, a hard time leaving their jobs. Um, they like getting that paycheck every Friday and it's security to them. It's okay. She's okay. They, they, they like that they, they appreciate that paycheck every Friday and it's 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 such a secure thing for them and it's it's scary for people just to leave their job and and, and leave that one secure thing that they have mm -hmm. their, their money and and just to, to go out and try you know try just just to, to do it and um, I think that that's probably the the, the, the best thing um, I see that I've seen this group grown into like you know 77,000 people uh, people who are either interested in in bus life or who you know some people live in their vans but but they want to you know aspire to either have a bus or to, to break away and to literally like literally like you know just just drive off and into the sunset and and live their own life on their own terms and that's the most important thing i think is that 
showing people that you can do it. You know, yeah. it's very it's it's very doable, and you know, you can buy a, a bus for like two thousand dollars, and you can convert it into anything you want it to be. But then you have that home that people can't take away, and you own it. And I don't know. There's so many adventures that you can have. You know, and it's just it's 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 amazing what what you can see and the people that you'll meet. And I don't think we would be doing this if we were in a house. You know. Um, I wouldn't meet, be meeting all these people. I wouldn't have met you if I wasn't in this parking lot. And um, it's not for everybody, but I think if you just, I don't know, like, like people are just miserable. And, and I think if you could show them that there's a different, different ways. Different route, different yeah, ways. there's different routes, you know. Mm -hmm. You don't have to go through <coughs> 12 years of high school and then four to six years of college and, and, um, and do what? And, and, and to get a degree and then. And then you have so much debt, you know, you spend your whole career, most of it paying back paying to college. Back, yeah, and yeah, and it's just, there's, there's other ways to go about it, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and the numbers now are, are, are crazy. Like, I have a friend who, who's, who's $240,000 in oh debt yeah. just for school. Yeah. And I'm just like. Youch. Yeah, and, and you're going to get a job that pays you what, like 60000 for the first like 10 years? Yeah, if you're lucky. You know, yeah, if you're lucky. Yeah, yeah you know, it's, it's, it's wild. I'm going to double check how we are doing on time. Okay. Just so I could. Oh yeah, we're doing great on time, guys. Okay, okay. So, um, what does the what does the future look like now for you guys? Like, do uh, although I feel like in this lifestyle, I mean, this is what I think. You know, like it's probably like a day to day, month to month type thing. But like, do you guys have any future aspirations of what you guys want to do or any goals? Or are you kind of just you know taking it as it comes? Yeah, I think we're we're um, always on the lookout for some land. Um, we we did have 22 acres in Missouri that we bought with another family, and it didn't work out. Uh, sometimes you think you know people and you don't. Um, so that that didn't. But you know, it's we we're not giving up. We we are so. Uh, I don't know if it's stubborn or just like we have it in our we feel it in our hearts to <laughs> eventually find some land that we want to um, turn into. Uh, we have this dream of of finding land that we can turn into an intentional community and you know have people move there and. Have organic gardens and school schoolhouses and libraries, community kitchens and, and community kitchens, and everybody you know can can live together and um, you know grow together. Um, not not just food, but you know gr grow as a as a bigger family. Um, so we've you know that that's one of the things that we've struggled with. We've we've gone to several communities thinking, hey, you know that we have with an open mind, and we get there, and then it's not what we expected. So we you know. The time and energy that we've put into it um, is just, you know, a, a wash. So we, we continue. Okay, well, I, you know, the, we're, the the universe is not ready for us to settle down yet. So, out on the road we go again, which is, you know, what happened recently, uh, about a year ago. You know, we, we, um, we had, you know, like she said, we bought that property in Missouri with uh, with a couple, and we uh, we we split the cost of it, and then, you know, things didn't work out. So a year ago we. We set sail again in the buses, and you know we went from having one bus to two buses, and um, you know we were typically we, we don't drive two buses around um, because it's just cost prohibitive for us to you know especially now at six dollars a gallon uh, for diesel is just yeah it's you know it's it's yeah. killing us so we're we're that's why one of the main uh, motives for us to go to Tennessee is to to go work you know work on this community that's been there in existence for ten you know ten years or so now years. and there's a couple families there one of one of the the guy who owns the property is a good friend of ours and 
um, you know, we're just we're gonna we that was one of the the communities that we went to uh, when we first embarked on this journey. We were on the road for I don't know two months and found out she found out about this community and, and we uh, we we went down there and there was just a lot of um, a lot of negativity going on. Uh, they have like an open door policy. So pretty much anybody could just show up at any time. And there was a lot of people who were really big into drinking, which the, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe. You know, back then I was a big drinker. You know, I, 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 drank, I drank a lot of whiskey, you know, every, you know, every night. And so that's the mindset that I was in. And that's, that's the, what I'm, you know, what I've learned is that that's why the, 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 that, that, instance happened the way that it did was because of the alcohol you know and the alcohol that I, that I was that had taken over my life and honestly the road is what sobered me up you know because when I'm when I'm driving a school bus and you know you, you never know where you're going to end up you or who's going to knock on your door at three o'clock in the morning I can't stumble to the door and say hey oh yeah sure I'll I'll move it tomorrow when I you know when I sober up you know because then they're going to call the cops and then the cops are going to show up and you know that's you know it just goes down downhill from there so um, you know I, I haven't drink I haven't had a drink of alcohol and probably you know although you weren't like an alcoholic you're just like it, it became no. a habit you know every night and I think it was like probably from stress you know he was working these I don't jobs know. I and mean I, I get no thank you um, you know I, I would consider I would have considered myself an alcoholic you know when you're drinking uh, uh, one seven five of whiskey every three days you know with a splash of coke on top and just to relax and it was it was like my release from the the day of work and the stress and you know like okay whoo now i'm home now like you know then you know because my my family were all my family were big drinkers like every event that we every party you know every every vacation that we went on every it was always drink 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 everybody who needs a drink who needs a drink you know everybody was just you know, just drinking all the time, and I I don't want to live that that life anymore. You know, like um, I don't know. Um, I don't know where 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 were we where were we going from there? <laughs> no, it's okay. This happens all the time. Went down that rabbit hole. No, it's okay. It's, it's perfect. This is this is the place to go down rabbit holes. This is the place to go down rabbit holes. Um, I think we we kind of stemmed this from again when we were just talking about like your future goals, where you guys see yourself in a couple years, maybe ten years from now. And, I mean, um, I mean, honestly, my the the goals that I have um, are you know first and foremost. Uh, find a, a a place where we can land, set, yes, we can settle land, down with our yes, family yes, yes, and our yes, yes. and our family can have you know uh, that 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 peace of mind and it's something that I want to I want to be able to pass down from generation to generation to generation you know so that our kids don't have to worry about it and their kids don't have to worry about it and their kids kids don't have to worry about where they're going to find land or you know like that you know that cuz that's that's one of the biggest things in in my life is is just having somewhere that I could call home, you know, somewhere that our kids could call call. I mean, our bus is home for us, because uh, you know uh, our friend uh, Kaya has a, a the, the, some words up on his bus that says home is where where you park bus, your park the bu- you park the home bus. is where you park yeah, your you park bus, bus, you know, uh, which is true for us, um, you know. But I, I you know, but it, uh, it gets very tiring driving yeah, and traveling weary, and you know traveling on the road trying to. You're always trying, you know, you wake up in the morning and we, we try to figure out where we're going to go and what we're going to do. And, you know, because it's always new. There's the, there's no, like, repetition in, in what we do. So we're always trying to find the next, you know, adventure because, you know, we're kind of like experienced adventure junkies. And, you know, I like going on those, like, those off-the-wall hikes and, and, and waterfalls. Uh, and then... Um, where, guess, ideally, do you guys see, like, you guys getting, like, a plot of land? Where? Um, 
Honestly, I don't. I don't know. Um, I mean, I can tell you, I like the the that Western North Carolina, like you know, Eastern uh, Tennessee kind of region. Um, and you guys all <laughs> want it like more in the woods, more rural, or definitely in out in the middle of nowhere. Um, you know, uh, off grid. I don't want any power. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll drill our own well. I don't want any city water. We'll put our septic a septic tank in. I don't want any. You know, any. I don't want to have to rely on anybody yeah. to, you know, like, oh, well, we're, you know, you're, you're, you didn't pay your water bill now. You don't have water, you know, that kind of stuff. So so what does it cost, like, just to get, like, a plot of land or, like, how big of a land, like, you're thinking, like, well, what we, would be ideal? We, the, the one piece of land that we did settle on was uh, 22 acres, and it had a creek on it for, for water, and it was in um, southern, south, like, eastern Missouri, uh, two hours south of St. Louis. So it was, I mean... It, I like the like the Midwest Midwest region because life is so abundant out there. You know the the trees are green, the grass is green, the rivers are flowing. There's there's water everywhere, and and water is life. So if you if you don't have a piece of property that has water on it, then it's just a piece of dirt that you know. I, you know I don't I, I don't know I, I want to have a, a a piece of land that has you know a creek or a river to, that that uh, is adjacent to it. Um, and how much, like, would it be, like, for example, 22 acres, like, how much would that cost, like, to uh, go and buy? It cost us $32,000 $32, is $32, what we, yeah, it was what we, we split with the other family when we bought that 22 acres, and mm -hmm. we just bought it outright. Um, and that way we didn't, because we didn't want to owe anybody again, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. And you still have to pay taxes on, like, land like that? Or? Yeah, it was the taxes. Super, yeah, was it, like, something silly? Like, like 70 bucks a year. Oh, okay. So it was, like, dirt cheap, which is another another benefit to, to having property in the Midwest or, uh, you know, like uh, the the just getting away from the East Coast and you know that that Eastern Tennessee, you know, Western North Carolina kind of region, because um, there's just there's just so much life out there. It's just, there there's wildlife. There's there's trees. There's there's I mean, you go out there, you can breathe the, the oxygen. You can see, like just everything you can you can you do out there. Just it just smells better. You feel like you're getting like more oxygen in your system. You know. Um, this is like what Tennessee, Missouri, Arkansas, like places that people not, might not necessarily think about moving to, and like we we never consider never, these places, yeah. and we never until you're driving Missouri. through there, and it's just uh, yeah abundant resources, water, waterfalls. Um, if you want to go like crystal mining, um, I don't know, and, and it's it's very, I don't know, it's just it feels like um, people have never been out there before. You know, you can go out in the woods. It's like and, a hidden gem. Yeah, yeah. You know that's oh. where, that's where all the good old the good old boys are living. You know, like they 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 know what they're doing. You mm -hmm. know, like they they've been they've had that property that that's been passed down from generation to generation. Yeah. That they yeah. have a couple hundred a couple hundred acres, and mm -hmm. you know, like when 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 you become mature enough, you you know your your parents or whatever kick you down a little forty acre parcel. And, yeah, yeah. You know, you can you can go live your life how you want to live it out there because there's there's not that recurring bill or you know that that payment every month that you gotta you have to foot and. So we're actually coming pretty close to the end of the podcast, but I wanted no. to open it up to you guys. If you guys wanted to talk about anything specifically that maybe I didn't get to or maybe you feel like people should know or something um, that's just deep within your heart that you wanted uh -huh. to share. Uh, I don't know. I think um, one of the one of the things I like to share is is what we do for a living. Oh, yes, um, please. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> hey, get to that. Please, please, so, please. So we, we back in 2016, like we mentioned earlier, uh, my my wife and I decided that we wanted to make soap for a living. Mm -hmm. And so we, we started making cold process. Um, what was that? Cold, <laughs> cold, cold process, vegan, organic soap. And 
So that's that's my one of my wife's passions is is making making that kind of soap. It's all bar soap, and then uh, roughly three years ago, uh, 2019-ish, I I was inspired because I you know I've I've always been in in the scene where where tie dye was around, and and I was always an admirer. Like oh man, like that's like that. I'd love to learn how to do that one day. And I you know I I, I didn't really I, I never had anybody sh you know that that uh, that would show me how to do it. So I just got on YouTube and just started watching video after video after video. And I would just sit there and, and like pause it and, you know, figure, you know, get the fold down. And so that, you know, for, uh, um, you know, we, so that's how we support ourselves. You know, like I, I make tie dye clothing and that's all I do. And she makes soap. And then we also have, you know, some wares that we, that we collect from our, uh, our friends as we're, as we're traveling around, you know, like this pendant I'm wearing, uh, it's a, a wire wrap pendant that uh, that my friend Nick made, and he, you know he makes a we, we so we get some some wire wrapped uh, you know gems and, and minerals from from some of our friends. We get uh, you know glass glass pieces that are you know hand blown pendants and uh, pipes and just you know all, all kinds of different you know pins and patches and uh, just just stuff that really catches our eye. Like so like we we look for that that creative side to what other people out there that that we meet in our travels and. We want to bring that to uh, the people that we meet along the road, and so that's that was one of our motives was was um, you know to, to create this store that we could uh, we could showcase uh, artists as we travel around the country, and we went to different you know events or venues and um, you know things of that nature, and um, that's that's kind of what I wanted to share. Um, and do you guys mainly just sell like your your products like you know like analogly like you know no we are we are guys? definitely plugged into the digital network we're on facebook and instagram and uh we just started doing the tiktok video thing nice nice uh yeah so tiktok's a weird place man yeah. <laughs> well it's cool you know because you yeah. can like I, I, like our kids have been into it for a while and i'm like yeah, yeah mm. i don't know and you know we started we just got into it i don't know a couple weeks ago and it's you know it's cool that you can like start a video and then you can like pause it like and then you know cut to something else and you can like oh, you add in like different clips and all TikTok that kind of too. stuff you know i'm sure you've heard it a million times like oh guys, yeah like, yeah everybody tells like, us that well what, what you have here is so just unique you know what i mean like it would and it would grab anybody's attention you know three days or so we, we try to make a video um don't say that we, we try to make a video like i guess every three days we have something called schoolie planet coffee and tea talk and i think we've done like eight different episodes and um sometimes you know um I don't know. Someone's like, I would just watch you guys pump gas, and I'm like, really? And and <laughs> there's bugs. Yeah, those dumb bugs. Man. Yeah. So um, I feel like people, you know, people like are like, I'll watch you pump gas. I'll, I'll I would watch you guys grocery mm -hmm. shop, and um, so it, it's it's Schoolie Planet Coffee and Tea Talk, and we just we just tell people like, hey, you know, we're live from, you know, the the Boonton, uh, you know, <laughs> parking Walmart lot. parking lot, <laughs> and over there there's a car show going on, and. Um, it, it seems like mundane to us, like, you know, like, like it is like, uh, like, you know, do people really want to know what we're doing? But, um, we've been getting some pretty good feedback from it, you know, like oh, yeah, people that are yeah. watching it and they're like, man, we, I love, I can't wait to turn it on and see what you guys have, are, are doing and where you've been and you know, what, 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 what do you have to say? And the, you know, they're genuinely interested in, in our lifestyle and well, they, they live vicariously through us. People who are like, who can't travel and they want to know, like, now, what's the beach look like in North Carolina or, you know, what? What, what would it, what, you know? What kind of food do you guys have out there? Like you know, what do you do, what are you doing? Where are you going? Like you know, even fi like filming the the drive like here and there in the bus, and people are interested in all of it, you know. And 
it, it encourages us to keep going and making these videos. And yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. Like and he it, said, he made the tie-dye, he also made me too. <laughs> <laughs> Not only do I make tie-dye, yes, but I also make children. So, yeah, so the, the, the name of our, our soap company is uh, Shakedown Soap Works, um, spelled just exactly how it sounds. And you can find that on, you know, Facebook or Instagram platform. And then uh, my tie-dye company is called Dire Wolf Apparel, which is uh, D- it's D-Y-E-R, like you would spell, you know, like, di- like tie-dye. So, yeah, she came up with the tie-dye name. And uh, also on, you know, soap. Facebook or Instagram. Tie-dye, soap, and pins, and necklaces. <laughs> and, and we have a website, you know, that we're, it, the, our, we started a website, but we haven't really had, like, the time to, like, sit down and, like, to, you know, put, put our hearts into designing the website and getting it, yeah. you know, in a functional, um, you know, format for that, that's, you know, more user-friendly. When the, when School the planet, guys. Um, School. You know, to go shopping or, you know, whatever it is. But we wanted to have, like, one website for all of our products so that, you know, if you're in there, you, you, know, you may be just shopping for soap, but you're like, oh, I didn't know these people make tie-dye, too. Or, yeah. I didn't, you know, I didn't know that they have these glass pieces from Travis that they picked up in, in Illinois along their travels, you know. like, So we want to we wanna have that as, you know, um, an, an outlet for not only us as artists, but for, you know, uh, artists that we meet along the way, our friends who are artists that, that may not have that opportunity or the time to you know get their information and their lives out there we we want to try and be that 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 vessel for them to you know be successful and and continue that encouragement for them to keep going down that artistic path that they've chosen you know yeah, and definitely that, that this lifestyle is is it's very attainable um you can go to your local school bus yard um, where they retire the school buses and get a bus for two thousand dollars and um I think maybe Instagram ha- has you thinking, you know, you need like $60,000, $70,000 to buy a bus because they do go for that much and they're, you know, converted, they're expensive and I think it, it might scare people away, but um, we, we don't have, I mean, he has the brain, like mechanical brain, but we didn't uh, get into this lifestyle like with any knowledge of, of any of this, just that we wanted to have a freer lifestyle and... Um, nowadays, there's so many resources out there. So many school bus groups on Facebook, and um, you know, there, there's groups for women. There's groups that you know that um, you know they feel safe traveling together. There's like uh, something called Schooly Palooza in Arizona, where I think this might be like every maybe January out there they have a uh, a big meetup of school buses. And last year there was like 330 buses out in the oh, desert. Wow. So, and it's just getting bigger. Like they've had to change a location. um that 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 you don't need to be instagram famous you don't need to have a a shitload of money to do this anybody can can live this lifestyle if you want to and um we really encourage people to try it or like to just to try to get out there whether you live in a van or you know you start start out in your car you don't have to live in a bus yeah it doesn't have to be a bus but 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 just find like you know freedom and and happiness and the the best advice i can say is is get outside and do it just get if that's the life that you want to live then you need to make up your mind and jump feet first into it because there's there's no other life out there you know like if you're if you're going to sit there and just keep thinking about it and thinking about it then you're going to be full of regret if you never pull that trigger you know we've talked to like old truck drivers who like you know like oh i really like that and one one day but i mean one day you'll be dead you know 70 already you know? Um, and I'm like, it, it's sad, but like one day you'll be dead and you'll, you'll wish that you, you would have wished that you 
could have just done it, like just just broke off and just tried it at least, you know. And um, even there's, if there's nothing to go back to, and and you, you just find your tribe, you find um, you know people who like have the same interests, and um, that it's it's totally attainable. And like I said, you don't have to have a lot of money or have a, a ton of TikTok followers. You don't have to be this. Um, I don't know, and and you'll have the you know you just live the best life ever, you know, and yeah, just live the life that you want to live. Yeah. Well, guys, I want to thank you so guys so much for coming on the podcast. I do have one more question for you guys before yeah. I, I let you guys go, and something that I usually ask all my guests. Uh huh. Um, if you could go back to any moment in your life, let's say either the lowest point of your life or a, a part where you really felt like you needed guidance, what would you say to yourself then? as who you are now i would say hang in there because i've been at the lowest points in my life where i didn't even want to be around anymore and like when you're in that dark space you don't think that it gets any better um and i it just i i just i feel like my adventure's just begun i've been doing this for 10 years and sometimes i just feel like this is like day one of like 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 um like my eyes have just been opened up and um, all those years of, of just riding that bus to and from school, hanging out with a bunch of people who you know, I didn't fit in with and, and didn't like me. And I was the weird girl. Like, that was my life on that bus. And, like, if anybody would have told me, hey, this bus that you're driving back and forth, like, you know, this is going to be your life and you're going to travel in this thing. And I would have <laughs> never, ever, ever thought that. I would have never thought yeah, that was a life that, that was even a thing that, that I could live in, in the you know, the thing that I hated that, that I went back to school and every day, you know, and, and it took me to a place I didn't like and um, that, that that would have been my home and that I wouldn't have wasted so many years waiting tables and doing this and doing that. And I'm, I'm glad I did have those experiences because it, you know, that defines it, who we are now. It, it, it yeah. yeah. And, and had I never washed dishes or waited tables or, you know, even like good things and stupid things in my life, I wouldn't, it wouldn't, I wouldn't be right here where I am. And that, um, I think, you know, some, sometimes things look totally shitty and you're like, man, what am I doing? And you know what? You could be in a Bentley driving around with a Rolex on and you're still wondering, what am I doing? You know, the homeless person's like, what am I, we're all like, nobody knows what they're doing. They're just, we're all walking each other home is what, what the saying is Ram, Ram Das. We're all just walking each other home and, and just to, just to be the shining be light yeah, and, and, and just another. be like a high vibrational, like have this high vibrational, um, and it's not going to be like that every day, but if you, every day, if you just do the best you can, you know, and, and just I'll do the best. You yeah. Can. There's a song about that too. And, <laughs> I, I was having a terrible day yesterday, but you know this too shall pass. You know, and and not every day is going to be a great day, but if you just hang in there and just 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 focus on that goal, focus on your goal, and why can't you get there? You know, you know you you can if you want it bad enough. You know, it, you got that line in you. You know, you're gonna do it, and you're gonna you're not gonna be like, oh man, I should have done this, and I could have done that, and I, you know, man, if I would have if I would have had more money, I would have done that. And, just do it right now. Just you know, just just stop. You know, you don't need money Be here now. Oh, if it was just Friday, or if I if I just had like a different pair of pants on, or if I just if I just had more hair on my head, or if I just if this and this and this, if I just was more in shape, maybe you'll never be it. And maybe you'll never be. Just do it. Just just I would say just do it. You know. And and what's the worst that could happen? You know, I don't know. If you never ever try and, and never jump off that cliff or never. You know, like raise that anchor and sail out into unchartered territories. It sounds very cliche, but um, had we never jumped on the bus, I mean, we didn't know what we were doing. But 
it's the best decision that we've ever made is to, you know. Just travel and do yeah, your thing. And, yeah, and we're not even done yet. You know, we're, we're just, we there's still so much to see and still, like, so many more people to meet and that, that we're supposed to meet. There's no accidents or coincidences. It's all meant to happen, you know. And they say you, you make plans, you make all these plans, and God laughs in your face. Like, no, you're going this way. The universe says you're going this way, and... Just go with it. Go with the flow and stop trying to con- stop trying to control everything because it's already it, the universe already knows where you're going and I'm think, not. Yeah, I was gonna say I, th- I think the 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 an- to answer your question for me personally I w- I would say um, you know have 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 you know yeah just remind yourself to have faith you mm-hmm. know like just just stay the course the, per- the persevere. Um, you know, which which is what we've always done. You know, so I, you know, I honestly couldn't. I wouldn't want to go back and change any part of my life. Yeah. Or give myself a hint or anything like that because, you know, like like she said, and I, you know, I, I, it, it would it, the journey is what makes you who you are, and I I, I think uh, if anything, I would say try to pay attention to the signs that the universe is putting in front of your face more so than anything, um, because there's a lot of t- a lot of signs that we just ignored and just just drove right through that barricade you know and, and had we had we been more aware of of the of the signs that that were in front of us you know that were you know the the uh, series you know the the series of events that led up to a, a certain situation and then you, you look back and you reflect upon you know well why how did i get here why you know what what why am i here in this certain situation then you start looking back and you know maybe not for um, hey, for, for regret. I, I don't want to cut you off, but our, our, our inverter's beeping, which means that the power will go off soon. Oh, okay. So that the lights will go off in a little bit. So, okay. right? All right. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. So real quick, just let the people know where they can find you and all your social medias, and we'll close out. Okay. On Facebook, uh, you can find us on Schooly Planet. Die Wolf Apparel. Wolf Apparel, it's D-Y-E-R, Dire Wolf Apparel, Shake and soap our soap company is called Shakedown Soapworks. Awesome. And then we also have the website. And we have yeah, a website. website. Uh, where you can order um, our stuff, our tapestries, or tie-dye, or soap, everything we make, and and sell. You can find it online, shakedownsoapworks.com. Or in person. Driving on the road, if you see us parked, please stop by and feel free to talk to us, and um, we give people tours of the buses and like we sell tie dye like this. Yeah, and um, we put the we finally put the letters on the back of the buses so people can follow us. Yeah, uh, we're social media. Schooly Planet on Instagram, um, Schooly Planet on TikTok. We just kept it all the same just so people could find us and trying to increase our social media presence and yeah. If you ever see a rainbow bus driving on the road, it has our Instagram and our Facebook. <laughs> awesome. And guys, you already know the business. AOTO Podcast, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, wherever you guys find podcasts, you'll find us. And uh, all right, guys. Uh, well, Thank I'll get so out much. of here, but you guys will be here. Our right? first interview. It went <laughs> Thank you well. guys so much. Thank you. All right, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much. Bye. Oh, that, was, that was so fun. That was a lot easier than I anticipated. Yes, <laughs> <laughs>